Good morning and welcome to Brighton Road. This is our online service. Uh, my name's John Fisher and I'm leading this part of the service. Later on, Michael Hogg uh, will be preaching. And we're continuing to look at uh, our themes from Ephesians. This morning we're looking at uh, Ephesians 6.19. Pray for me that I will fearlessly make known the gospel. So as we come to God this morning, uh, let's pray together. Lord God, we thank you for what you've done for us. We praise you. We magnify your name. We worship you this morning. Everything we're in uh, just makes us want to praise you more. Our difficult situation, we look to you. We look to your salvation. We look to Lord, your uh, hope for us. You are our hope. We love you, Lord. We want to worship you and magnify you this morning. Amen. So, uh, as we start with our with our theme, um, Ian Pinnock is going to bring us a reading from Psalm thirty four. This reading is taken from Psalm thirty four, verses one to eight, and we're going to use the Message translation. I bless God every chance I get. My lungs expand with his praise. I live and breathe God. If things aren't going well, hear this and be happy. Join me in spreading the news. Together let's get the word out. God met me more than halfway and he freed me from my anxious fears. Look at him, give him your warmest smile. Never hide your feelings from him. When I was desperate, I called out, and God got me out of a tight spot. God's angel set up a circle of protection around us while we prayed. Open your mouth and taste. Open your eyes and see how good God is. Blessed are you who run to him. asked Ian to share that psalm um, 
because it really expresses something great about a relationship with God, uh, and particularly in the message translation. But one thing I wanted also to uh, focus in on was where it talks about God freeing us from our anxious fears. And uh, the situation we're in at the moment with the pandemic has really um, been a time where we've seen something uh, that you could describe as anxious fears. Now, we all know that there's a place uh, there's a place for self-preservation um, in life. And, uh, you know, uh, walking away from dangerous things is a sensible thing to do. But what happens when fears kind of make that change, become what, what, the, what that psalm would call anxious fears? That can be really quite debilitating. And we've seen quite a lot of that. We've seen a considerable amount of anxiety. And uh, this becoming, becoming a problem for us um, and becoming a problem in society. So um, what I'd like to say this morning is that there's a place of freedom from anxious fear. There's a place of freedom from the debilitating effects of fear. And it's all wrapped up in that relationship, isn't it? That relationship with God uh, is a place of security. Um, and the word talks about perfect love casting out fear. And we know that when we're in relationship with God and when we're loved by him, that fear uh, that that has cast out of us and that is such a great place to be you know the work of jesus was to deal with death to deal with the fear of death to deal with the fear of everything that is to come and he's done that he's done that so perfectly by his death and by his resurrection and he calls us to be people who walk in liberty not subject to anxieties and fears to be partners with him, to be people who talk about him with liberty and without anxiety or fear. So we thank God for what he's done for us. And there's more. If you feel that you are subject to anxiety or fear, the Lord wants to release you this morning. And I'm going to pray that. Lord God, we bring to you, we come to you with our anxieties. We come to you with our fear. And we say, Lord, have this, take this from us. We know that you've given us liberty and we choose as, as a people of God to walk in the liberty that you have provided for us. We know individuals who are completely debilitated by this and we play release for them now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.
Lord Jesus, we thank you for saving us. We worship you this morning. We thank you that you've delivered us from fear. We thank you for everything you've done for us. We love you, Jesus. We continue to worship you. We glorify you, Jesus. Amen. So Anita's going to bring um, our reading from Ephesians now. And uh, you'll notice uh, that it's actually pretty much the same passage um, as we had last week. But of course, we're working through the chapter um, and the focus um, as from Michael's preaching will be um, on the later section. But it sort of sits um, together uh, with the armour of God part, which, uh, which is a great passage. Um, and uh, we could do with uh, hearing it once more. So thank you to Anita and also um, thank you to everyone who's contributed to the service this week. So Ian, um, and you're going to hear from Michael uh, and from Jamie. Um, and thanks also to um, Pete and Pat Downs. And of course, if you'd like to um, contribute to our services, then to uh, get in touch uh, with the office um, and uh, you too could be uh, uh, appearing. Um, as part of one of BRBC's online services uh, and of course thank you um, to the tech team um, and to the people who put this together um, because it's it's been a really tough job and uh, uh, we we never anticipated we'd be running this long so thank you thank you guys we really appreciate that so let's hear from Anita now This reading is taken from Ephesians 6, verses 10 to 20. Finally, build up your strength in union with the Lord and by means of his mighty power. Put on all the armour that God gives you so that you will be able to stand up against the devil's evil tricks. 
For we are not fighting against human beings, but against the wicked spiritual forces in the heavenly world, the rulers, authorities, and cosmic powers of this dark age. So put on God's armour now. Then when the evil day comes, you will be able to resist the enemy's attacks. And after fighting to the end, you will still hold your ground. So stand ready with truth as a belt tight around your waist, with righteousness as your breastplate, and as your shoes, the readiness to announce the good news of peace. At all times, carry faith as a shield, for with it you will be able to put out all the burning arrows shot by the evil one. And accept salvation as a helmet, and the word of God as the sword which the Spirit gives you. Do all this in prayer, asking for God's help. Pray on every occasion as the Spirit leads. For this reason, keep alert, never give up. Pray always for all God's people. And pray also for me, that God will give me a message when I'm ready to speak, so that I may speak boldly and make known the gospel's secret. For the sake of this gospel, I am an ambassador, though now I am in prison. Pray that I may be bold in speaking about the gospel as I should. I wonder if you have ever asked for prayer. The Apostle Paul asked for prayer and we would do well to echo his request. You see, Paul encourages the church to pray, to pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests, to be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Paul loves his alls. Pray on all occasions with all kinds of prayers. Always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. And when Paul says all, he humbly includes himself in this need for prayer. He needs prayer. We all need prayer. Paul writes, Pray also for me, that whenever I speak, words may be given me, so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it fearlessly, as I should. So what is Paul asking his fellow followers to pray? Well, Paul begins with another all. He asks for prayer for his whenevers. Whenever I speak. Every time Paul spoke, he saw it as an opportunity to share something of the good news about Jesus. No opportunity is wasted. Now, we have to remember that Paul writes this at a time when he is suffering great restriction. He is in prison in Rome. He describes himself as an ambassador in chains. He regards himself as Christ's representative, as one sent and commissioned and given authority by Christ as an ambassador. Yet he finds himself chained, locked down, locked up. We live in a time when we do not enjoy the freedoms we once enjoyed. To go where we want, when we want, to whom we want. Yet the disciple of Jesus remains an ambassador of Jesus, even when in chains. Jesus sends us into situations 
to speak on his behalf, to represent him to others around us. Whenever we speak or communicate with others, there is potential for the gospel. In all of our whenevers, we are enabled as an ambassador, even when restricted. As we prepare in prayer, we will be made aware of the whenever gospel opportunities. Secondly, we see how Paul wants to be fully reliant upon God's Spirit to help him with what to say. So he asks for prayer for his words. That words may be given me. Paul would have the opportunity to speak, but he needed the words and wisdom to be able to communicate God's grace. May we pray that God will help us to communicate him with words and in ways that others will understand. What and how would he have you share with those around you? Sometimes it means putting ourselves in their shoes, listening before we speak, listening to earn the right to speak. Sometimes fewer words, quietly chosen, speak more effectively than many words loudly shouted. Thirdly, Paul admits his need in the face of fear. He asks for prayer for fearlessness. Paul desires that I will fearlessly make known the good news about Jesus. He repeats this request that I may declare it fearlessly as I should. Paul does not deny the reality or possibility of fear, but he does reject the inevitability of fear. We face situations where we are tempted to fear when it comes to sharing our faith with others. We fear what people may think or what may happen. We may fear a negative reaction. We may fear rejection. We may fear persecution. Often the fear of something does not come to pass. Or even if it does, God is using it for his better purposes. When sharing the good news about Jesus with others, we have to face fear with prayer. We pray for fearlessness, a boldness and a courage to make the good news known as we should. Pray for a fearless faith. Overcome fear with faith. Faith that God is with you in your whenevers, that he will provide the words and ways that are needed. Fourthly and lastly, Paul asks for prayer to help communicate mystery, the mystery of the gospel. The good news about Jesus is a revelation that is hidden. The Holy Spirit reveals Jesus as Saviour. We need God's help to communicate Jesus, who he is and what he has done for us. The Spirit of God is one who conveys and convicts. He opens blind eyes and deaf ears, hard hearts and closed minds. So we pray that the mystery that has been revealed to us will be opened up to others as we speak. Salvation only through Jesus is indeed a 
mystery to many. We live in a world which conditions us to regard religion as the way to God. If I do the right things, if I do more good than bad, if I am a good person, if I am better than others, then I can work my way up to God and get into his good books. Yet the truth is that God is not looking for religion or religiousness. He wants relationship with us through his Son sent to be our Saviour. Not one of us can work our way up to God. That is why God came down to us in the person of Jesus. He died upon a cross so that we could be forgiven all our wrong. He rose again so that we might receive eternal life through him. Paul wanted to convey this mystery of God's free and unmerited grace and mercy for sinners. God mercifully withholds from us what we do deserve and graciously grants us in Christ what we don't deserve. So may we echo Paul's request for prayer as we ask our God for words in all of our whenevers to fearlessly communicate the mystery of Christ as we should. Amen.
Lord God, we thank you that you know us and you know our deepest fears. You know the things that bother us and that touch right down into the deepest places. You know the things that we worry about, the things that we maybe don't even confess to each other and the things that we sometimes try and hide from you. But you know those fears. And Lord God, I pray that today we would be able to bring our fears to you. We would be honest about the things that we worry about. And Lord, that in bringing them to you, there would be a liberty, that there would be a freedom. That as we bring our fears to you, you would reveal more of yourself to us. So we would see you more clearly. And in seeing you more clearly, our fears would just pale into insignificance compared to the wonder of your glory and the majesty of your presence. And Lord God, we thank you that you are good and you are true and you are sufficient. And that all the things that we bring to you, you are more than capable of dealing with and holding. And so Lord, today we come and we ask that you would help us be free from all our fears and specifically Lord we pray that you would help us be free from the fear of making the gospel known that you would help us fearlessly make your gospel known Lord God that there would be a liberty in all the things that we say and think and speak and do for your glory Lord, that there would be freedom, that there would be release, that there would be a revelation. Lord God, would you give us the opportunities to speak your word boldly, free from fear? Would you open doors for us? Would you set up conversations? Even in the midst of lockdown, Lord God, we thank you that you are miraculously providing opportunities for us to speak to our neighbours and to minister to friends and to have conversations with people where we can speak about you and make you known. Lord God, we are so thankful for those opportunities, for the difference that we can make. Lord, I pray that there would be freedom and opportunity for our church as well. Lord, as we think about the steps that we're going to take to reopen maybe or the changes that we need to make Lord that you would protect us from nervousness but make us excited for the opportunities that you have ahead for us Lord God we thank you that you see all things and know all things and work all things together for the good of those that love you and Lord we trust you and we have confidence in you for what the future holds And Lord, the future is uncertain. We can see that uncertainty. But Lord, we know that you are good. We know that you are faithful. We know that you provide more than we could ever ask or imagine. And so Lord, I pray that you would take our doubts and our fears and you would pour your blessing out on each one of us, on our churches, on our families, on our community, Lord, that we would know more and more of you. We would come closer and closer to you. That you would speak to calm our fears, the words of your truth and your promise and your revelation. And that we would find comfort and boldness. And that that knowledge of you would just pour over from our own experiences into the lives of those around us, Lord, that we might become a blessing to our community, that our words and our actions will speak of who you are and the glory of your name. For yours is the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen.
May the love of the Lord Jesus draw you to himself. The power of the Lord Jesus strengthen you in his service and the joy of the Lord Jesus fill your hearts. And may the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Amen. She